Hi, welcome to Not Another Marketing Podcast, where I'm talking to Raul Galera, the Chief Advocate at Referral Candy, which is an app that allows you to set up and run customer referral programs. So we're talking referral marketing. Thanks for downloading. Now, referral marketing kind of fits into the world of word of mouth marketing, where we nurture happy clients and in turn, they tell other folks about us and get some sort of reward. It's a strategy as old as the hills and it works really, really well. So in this episode, I'm talking to Raul Galera, the chief advocate at Referral Candy. It's an app that allows you to set up and run customer referral programs. So we're talking all about the whys and the hows and the why nots and that of building it into your marketing mix. Now, you can find Raul on LinkedIn and you can find Referral Candy on their website, which is referralcandy.com, referralcandy.com, and also on Facebook and Twitter. Now, check out all the links in the show notes. Can I quickly mention that Not Another Marketing Podcast is totally ad-free. Love it if you could give the pod a quick shout on social media. Uh, Subscribe via your favourite podcast app. You can check out more episodes at jtid.co.uk forward slash podcasts. Now, the first thing I asked Raul was if there's a difference between referral marketing and affiliate marketing. That's a, that's a really good question. Um, so the, the, the main difference, uh, so I'll, I'll start from, uh, from the, the, the reward perspective. So there's actually yeah. different perspectives in which you can make a difference between the two. So I'll start with rewards. Uh, when we think of affiliate programs, uh, that's kind of like the traditional uh, you know, bring us a new customer and you'll get a commission, right? Sure. That that yeah. that kind of deal. And so, uh, affiliate marketing typically works well um, with uh, with companies that are working with uh, people that have you know access to some sort of network or some sort of audience that can be turned into into new customers. And let's say, for example, somebody that has a, a blog or or a podcast or you know a YouTube channel or something yeah. along those lines, um, in which you know you don't have uh, like a personal direct you know, relationship with, with the people that you're speaking to. Um, but you, you certainly have the power of recommending a product and kind of like generating those, those purchases. And so, uh, in this cases, the person that's making the recommendation is the one that gets kind of like a higher reward. Yeah. Um, maybe the person uh, on the other side, the new customer might not get may or may not. And it's not, it's not, you know, it's not one or the other, but, uh, the, the, the person that's being referred might not get, um, an incentive to make that first purchase, such as a as a discount, but but the kind of like the bulk of the rewards kind of fall on the person that's making the recommendation. Uh, now on on referral programs, it's actually a little bit more balanced between the two. So if we think about the more kind of like the, the traditional uh, uh, referral programs, you know, if we think of Uber, Airbnb, Dropbox, yeah. PayPal. Uh, the world pretty equal. Like you get, I think for for Uber was something like you know give ten dollars get ten dollars. For sure. I think for Dropbox was something like get one gigabyte and your friend gets another gigabyte, right? So so it was you know it was pretty pretty balanced. Um, and and the reason why it's balanced is because the 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 two individuals that are involved in the referral know each other and they. They probably know each other very well. They're probably family members, or they're probably friends or coworkers, and so uh, you know it, it feels like it's mu- mutually beneficial for the both for both of them um, to you know 
you know, get on, on this referral program. One of them by referring the product and the other person by, uh, you know, signing up or, or buying the product or creating an account. So, yeah. um, so in terms of reward, that's, that's kind of like the main difference. And then I would say that, uh, which I kind of already made an introduction about it, but the, 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 the other main reason or the other main difference between the two um, is the relationship between the person creating the or, or doing the referral and the person receiving the referral and actually, um, you know, making the purchase. Uh, as I mentioned, on the affiliate program, the person that's making the recommendation might not know the, the receiver personally. And sure. in a referral program, it happens, again, it, it can happen under the same household or under the same office or, you know, in the same uh, kind of like, you know, family yeah. or, or, or friend circle. Yeah. So with affiliate marketing, I suppose, if, if for folks who listen to like lots of podcasts, they'll have probably heard of like ZipRecruiterRecruiter.com. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And and like, you know, if you if you use the code and everything, then that podcast will get a percentage of whatever you spend with that service. And that's affiliate marketing, right? Whereas referral marketing will be kind of like, I use this service, I use this this company, and I'm going to tell you about it. And you can have one month free and I get one month free. Would I be right in saying that sort of thing? Yeah, that's that's exactly right. I mean, and it, it's more personal. In referral marketing, it's a little bit more personal because the recommendation is coming from somebody that you absolutely trust because it's somebody from from your your close network of, of friends and family. So, can any any type of business uh, sort of like do referral marketing, or do you do you kind of like need some sort of maybe subscription service or ongoing thing? Uh, can anybody in, get involved in it? Pretty much. Um, to be honest, I, I, I haven't really seen an industry for which well, referral marketing doesn't work. Right. Uh, and mostly because, you know, when, when we think of referral marketing, referral marketing is just a way to uh, increase word of mouth. And word of mouth is probably the oldest form of marketing that it's ever existed. So, yeah. you know, it's something that, that happens so regularly and happens so uh, organically, I would say. You know, we, we all get recommendations for, for restaurants, for Netflix shows, um, you know, and, and, and it just happens organically just because we, we like to share with people that we care about um, stuff that we've done or, or you know, stuff that, we, that we've purchased so other people can experience the same, uh, you know, the same benefits or the same joy that we've experienced ourselves, right? So. So that's kind of the that that's that's what I would say it's the the the, the key of referral marketing. Now, yeah. I think it works for all industries. Um, obviously, if you are on a subscription basis, uh, let's say if you're selling a product that your customers are buying on a regular basis, that in my opinion works even better because you sure. can use referral marketing to not only to acquire new customers but also to retain your existing ones. Yeah. Uh, if you are a customer and uh, the, the, the brand gives you a referral link, and if your friend makes a purchase, you also get a discount on your next purchase, you're gonna be incentivized not only to refer, but also to come back to the store and buy again. So that's why it works, you know, it works really well in that particular scenario. But I've also seen uh, companies that are selling products that their, their customers are not gonna buy uh, anytime soon. Uh, I always give the same example because it's, it's pretty, pretty um, uh, you know, self-explanatory. Yeah. Uh, if you're selling mattresses online, obviously yeah. your clients are not going to buy another mattress anytime soon. So instead of giving them a discount for every friend that they refer, you can give them cash or you can give them a gift or, or a gift right. card or whatever it is. Yeah. I was going to say, how, how does it work with e-commerce? If you've got like a shoe shop, for example, um, can it work, work well with, with, with that sort of thing? Would you kind of like say, well, here's 10% off your next order or something if you refer somebody? Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, yeah, well, actually, uh, I'm thinking of a, a couple examples of companies selling shoes that, that have been, 
using referral candy for for the referral programs uh, i mean it, it really depends on on what's the purchase behavior of your particular customers yeah. um, are you selling shoes that your customers are buying um, you know, somewhat often, or it, is that these the kind of shoes that you know kind of last forever, and then your customers buy one pair and they might not come back for a couple of years. You know, if you take a look at that, uh, you can adjust adjust your rewards to you know to their purchase behavior and offer offer a discount if you know that they're going to come back soon, or maybe um, if you're not only selling shoes but you might be selling I don't know socks or, or maybe like yeah. you know cleaning products for your for your shoes. Well, you know, th- th- there 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 might be an incentive for your customers to come back and buy those accessories well you can offer them a discount in that case but if you're selling shoes that your customers are not buying uh on a somewhat regular basis maybe think of yeah think of offering a gift card or offering cash for that you know that, that always works really yeah. well yeah uh, how does referral marketing kind of fit into the world of brand ambassadors and evangelists and influencers and all of this sort of thing is it i mean we're talking influencers that's really affiliate marketing isn't it and when, when brand ambassadors will be more referral am i right in saying that or yeah, pretty much. I mean, we're we're entering this world now of kind of like a like a hybrid on yeah. on how referral marketing and and in affiliate marketing it's kind of blending together with those yeah. two examples that you mentioned. Um, I would say that the most common situation that we're encountering and and it's something that, in my opinion, has skyrocketed in in the past couple of years, especially after COVID, when brands have started to realize that they need to figure out um, ways that they can attract new customers without having to depend on on, on ads, for example, yeah. um, it, the, the most common scenario that, that we see is brands that have uh, one referral program. So they have a referral program on referral candy um, just for customers. So, you know, the typical workflow will be something like uh, a customer makes a purchase and then after the purchase, they get an email uh, with a referral link that they can use to start uh, you know, sharing it with their friends mm-hmm. and start generating referrals. Uh, and then they also have another program uh, also on referral candy that it's, it's what we call a private program because it's you can't join the program by yourself. Uh, sure. it, you know, it doesn't get activated after making a purchase, for example. Uh, and brands have the ability to invite either affiliates or, like I said, brand, brand, brand ambassadors or, or influencers to that program. And that second program, that private or VIP program, however we want to call it, has a different set of rewards than the program that's sure. um, kind of like automated for for customers. So uh, it's it's extremely common these days. Uh, more and more companies are are approaching us with with this idea, and I mean that's something that uh, fortunately that's something that we we can do for them. So so it works. But but yeah, uh, a lot of companies are starting to realize that they need to treat these two buckets of um, you know uh, advocates and brand ambassadors and affiliates a little bit different from from each other. Yeah, because influence is a weird thing, isn't it? Because you, you, when we say influencer, we kind of sometimes just think of like the big celebrity influencer who's got millions of Instagram followers or whatever. Um, but a lot of brands and a lot of folks are actually dealing much lower down the pipeline, aren't they? They're dealing with micro-influencers and we hear mm-hmm. things about nano-influencers and stuff where, where people have only literally got a few hundred followers, but they're very niche yeah. Um, and and I, I suppose the affiliate thing would work well with the big, huge influencer and the referral thing would work better with the smaller one. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it really it really depends on what your on what your company is, yeah. is selling and kind of what your audience is. But you can actually do both as well. Uh, yeah. One thing that I particularly like. Um, about influencer marketing and the reason why I like it is because it, it kind of matches what referral marketing does. Um, I was I was mentioning earlier that one of the 
main kind of like differentiating factors for referral referral marketing is the fact that uh, there's a trust relationship between the person that's making the recommendation and the person that's receiving it. Sure. Um, you know, you're not, it's not a salesperson that's, you know, yeah. recommending that product to you. It's literally your friend or your family member. So you know that they want, they wouldn't be recommending a product that they don't trust or that they haven't had a good experience with, even if they're getting something out of it, right? No, nobody yeah. would betray their friend for, for $25, right? So, yeah. um, so, but that trust relationship, I think also happens with influencer marketing. Maybe not necessarily with the kind of like the, the, the massive, sure. um, you know, celebrities or, you know, like the, the maybe, maybe like athletes or actors or something like that. Those are probably more kind of fall in the, the category of, of just ads basically or promoted content. Uh, but those influencers, like you mentioned, the, the, the micro influencers the nano influencers, those that are famous for a reason, they're typically famous because they are they might be experts on something. They, they yeah. might have uh, some sort of knowledge on a particular expertise that, that makes them stand out from the crowd and makes people follow them because they're, they're interested in whatever it is that, they're, that they are uh, talking about or posting. Now, those influencers, they are required pretty much to, to trust the products that are promoting because their, their credibility is on the line. Sure. You know, if you're an expert in a particular field and then all of a sudden you start promoting a product just for the sake of making some money out of yeah. it and it turns out that your customers, oh sorry, that your audience is not liking it, that might end up hurting your own credibility and your own you know, business as a whole. So, so that's what I like about influencer marketing is that there's, there's still that level of trust between the, the, uh, the, the person that making the recommendation and, and the person receiving the recommendation, uh, even though they don't actually personally know each other. Yeah. It kind of leads me to the next question. Do, do we need to kind of, to make this work well, do we need to build deeper relationships with people um, instead of just being somebody who sells something to somebody? Oh, absolutely. I mean, and even from a, from a brand perspective, that's something that um, we, we've, we've actually seen a, a trend in the past few years of companies that are uh, building communities uh, around their, their customer base, um, a community can be something as simple as a, as a Facebook group, or yeah. it could be something a little bit more, uh, a little bit deeper, such as like you know generating content that you know that your customers are going to enjoy, uh, even though you're not trying to sell them. Uh, the, the, the content's just yeah. meant to provide like educate literally educational content. So uh, that you know there, it's it, there's there's a mix on, on how brands are creating these communities of of customers, but the end goal here is always to to create a more personal and direct relationship between the brand and the customers. Uh, companies are starting to realize that uh, if, they, if they really want to succeed in the long run, especially you know, with e-commerce right now, especially after COVID, it literally exploded yeah. and there's a lot more competition in the space, you really need to differentiate yourself. You can differentiate, differentiate yourself based on product, but you can also differentiate yourself based on uh, the, the, what your values are or what your company mission is or how you connect with your customers. You might be selling uh, t-shirts or you might be selling dresses, yeah. but what makes you different as a company? Is it your production methods? Is it your, uh, are you giving back to some sort of uh, nonprofit? You know, what is it that, that makes your customers see you as not only the company that makes X product, but the company that makes the product that I actually love and yeah the reason why I love that product. So it's, it's, it's complicated, um, but the brands that are, that are able to uh, 
get that communication across, to get that message across to their customer base, uh, are able to succeed in the long run because their customers are now loyal customers and also loyal advocates, which you know it can have huge implications, positive implications in the in the bottom line of the business. Yeah, sure. Uh, we've already touched on it a little bit, but then um, what types of compensation should we kind of be giving for referrals? I mean, money, discounts, what sort of thing do you see? Yeah, so um, I guess a good rule of thumb is what I mentioned earlier about uh, adjusting your rewards to your customers' behavior. So if your yeah. customers are going to buy um, from you, uh, you know, anytime soon, then give them a discount. Uh, in terms of the, the the amount of the discount, I would always say to, uh, first of all, look at your margins and, and what you can afford to, to give. Um, but it's it's always um, it's always better to be generous, obviously. Uh, and and this is this is a concept that sometimes it's a little difficult for brands to kind of wrap their their, sure. their head around it. It's, it's you know how generous do I need to be? Um, and I you know I always say like you know look at how look at what are your pain. On, on Facebook for, for a click or for a conversion um, and try to match it. Um, the, 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 the reality is that you know, it's, it's, it's better for you as a company to uh, give something back to your customer base than probably giving it back to Facebook or Google, which they don't, yeah. they don't actually need it, right? Uh, we, have this, we have this client called Baron Fig um, and on their, on their website, they have, um, they have a call to action that uh, on the top navigation bar, it says get $10. And if you click there, they, they've built a page in which they explain uh, what the referral program is about. And they have like a note from the team, uh, just like a little text on explaining why they're running the program. And they have one sentence that in my opinion summarizes the way that, that companies should think about referral marketing, which says, instead of spending money on advertising, we'll rather give that money to you. So yeah. you know, I think that's, that's, oh, that was pretty smart. Yeah. Should we have some sort of a limit on, on how many referrals somebody can? But I'm thinking to myself, kind of like if, you, if, you're, if you're sort of like giving somebody a free month and you're having a free month yourself, and then if I refer loads and loads of people, I might never ever pay. So should there be kind of like some sort of a limit place, do you think, on how many referrals you can refer? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that's the million dollar question. Mm. I, I would say that, I mean, again, look look at your margins and also look at what's the lifetime value of the customers that 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 you're bringing in, and especially the customers that you're bringing from referrals compared to pretty much any other marketing channel. Because it might it might make sense for you to have a customer that's never gonna pay again because they they've referred so many friends that yeah. now they have like you know two years worth of free product or worth of free software or whatever it is that that you're selling. If in exchange you're getting customers that are going to end up, you know, with a lifetime value that's going to be higher than than pretty much any other channel that you have, uh, and also those customers are going to end up turning into advocates themselves. So you know, it's kind of like a uh, it's it's a cycle that, that kind of feeds itself every time that when you're when you run a referral program and new customers are able to join the program again, um, that's kind of how you know that's that's the beauty of it. It's kind of yeah. compounding compounding effort. So. Yeah, I would say look at your margins, but also look at the lifetime value of, of your customers and, and see what you're able to uh, to provide. We have customer, customers, um, by customers I mean uh, brands, uh, that are offering exactly that. Like they, they offer uh, a subscription service. Sure. Um, and the friend that makes the recommendation gets a month for free and yeah. the refer friend uh, or the new customer gets maybe half half off their first order, right? Yeah. Something like that. So. Yeah. Uh, their best case scenario for that company is to have a client that's just going to get you know free month after free month after free month because that means that 
they're adding more and more customers sure. and it's only costing them a month and a half of, yeah. of, 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 of revenue for that particular customer, which you will have to compare it with how much, how much are they paying for a conversion on, on Facebook or Google or Instagram. Exactly. Yeah, true, true. Um, so how do we track all of this, all the, all the results and track who refers what and how do we, how do, we do this? Sounds complicated. Yeah, so I'm, I'm thinking of a giant spreadsheet, and I hate spreadsheets. That, that that will be the I mean that will be the worst case scenario. I mean that, that, <laughs> yeah. that, that's that's why we built uh, referral candy. So I mean yeah, we have a, a lot of clients that by the time they get to us, they've been doing referrals on on their own, and they yeah. have the spreadsheet in which they track everything. But obviously, you know, if things go well, <clears throat> it's a good problem to have. Uh, you know, not being able to use your, your spreadsheet anymore because, you know, there, there's so many uh, transactions that you need to keep track of that, you know, that it gets uh, unbearable. So, um, yeah, what, what Referral Candy does is that it, it automates the whole process. So we give each customer uh, a unique referral link um, and a coupon code. And so the friend clicks on the referral link, have, have, they have access to the, the coupon code, and then from there they can go to the store and make the purchasing. We, we track the whole referral process from the moment that they click on the on the on the link until the moment they make the purchase uh, and we send out the rewards uh, to to all the customers that need to get rewarded because they've been able to to refer a friend so um, I mean on top of that we also have you know some more kind of like settings so you can um, maybe you can make it a little bit more difficult for advocates to get a reward so maybe they sure. have to refer three friends or five friends um, or or you can add what we call the the purchase review period which means that uh, you can put referrals on hold for a certain amount of days, and that's in case you want to make sure that the friend's not returning the product or or canceling the order or something like yeah. that. So, you know, all that's kind of working on the back end. But the idea is that the 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 brand only needs to you know set up the rewards they want to give uh, and then activate the program and you know forget about it really. Yeah. <laughs> Can, can you sort of like set some sort of a limit on how long it takes? Because I'm thinking prices might change. If you gave somebody a referral link, for example, and said you can you can get a, a month free or something or, or whatever it is, and, and then they use it like a year later, and like right. prices have changed, all sorts of things might have happened. Can we set so, some sort of limit? Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, for example, with... Um, a couple of the integrations that we have, um, we we automatically create the coupon codes um, on behalf of the brand, uh, right. so the brand doesn't have to worry about you know creating coupon codes and, and managing them or anything like that. Um, and yeah, you're able to set an expiration code, sorry, an expiration date for that particular code. So if you refer a friend and your friend clicks on the link and sees the coupon code, they're gonna have yeah probably like 30 days um, to to actually use it. Other you know. After that, it will, it will expire. So, so yeah, obviously that that's always an important factor to make sure that that people you know take action uh, as, as soon as possible. So yeah, D- does it integrate well with other systems? I'm thinking like e-commerce shopping carts and payment systems and things like that. Can we integrate it as well? Yeah. So we so yeah, our referral candy is uh, built mostly for for e-commerce. Sure. Uh, so we have native integrations for all the major e-commerce platforms. So if you are on Fair Shopify or Shopify Plus yeah. uh, or BigCommerce, WooCommerce, Magento, yeah. um, you're able to integrate with Referral Candy. The integrations, it's you know, depending on the platform, it, it it might be just one click or it might require a little bit of uh, technical work in the back, but but it's it's you know it's pretty straightforward. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but we've also created uh, three different ways, uh, three alternative ways for brands that uh, maybe they have their own 
custom you know shopping cart built or they have their own custom e-commerce store built uh, they can still integrate with referral candy so uh, i always say that you know as long as you have a checkout you can yeah. integrate with, can, with us yeah absolutely brilliant i could chat for ages about this but very interesting and um, raul where can we find you where where's referral candy and where's your website social media bits yeah so i think we're at referral candy on Pretty much everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> probably, probably not on TikTok yet, but that's nope. that's gonna be the next. <laughs> that's gonna be the next one. Um, and uh, and then referralcandy.com. Fantastic, lovely, Raul. Thanks ever so much for your time. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Thanks again to Raul for his time. Don't forget to check out the links in the show notes. If you've enjoyed this episode, you can subscribe for more, much more on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Amazon, everywhere. Just search for Not Another Marketing Podcast. Thanks for listening.